0: Hello there. So I'm um, back now with the next October pay-per-view review which is an underrated little show. It said Bragging Rights 2009. They only had like two Bragging Rights shows. Uh, there were It was like Pit and Raw against Smackdown was pretty much the theme of this thing for the most part. Uh, which eventually would lead to the survivor series as well and of course last year's survivor series they threw in nxt basically had them go over in a vague attempt to make people care about nxt but no one gives a fuck about nxt except the neckbeard so there you have it oh, oh by the way just another thing from the smarts um, if nxt's a third brand uh, why wasn't it part of the draft last week yeah <laughs> there you go exactly but um there you have it failed experiment there having nxt try and go over but still a little digre- I digress let's get on to this show uh this show features the first match is the Miz versus john morrison it's intercontinental champion versus uh versus us champion here and the Miz goes over here the Miz and morrison is not on split up or whatever before this um, and here's the thing, Miz was starting to come into his own and in 2010 he'd really come into his own You see he'd win the Money in the Bank, win the WWE title he'd look more as a main event talent right there I never was a fan of this team with Morrison to be honest, John Morrison's one of those guys he's a great athlete and everything like that he's one of these flippy flop guys but at the end of the day he's got no charisma and I'd never liked this team and they've really kind of hauled Miz down again now that he's back with Morrison now these days it's just uh, there's only there's only one person really benefiting from this team and it isn't Miz so he's like Morrison's like the the leech just sucking the charisma out the Miz always been better without him so there you have it but at least Miz wins here which is good because uh, yeah the right guy wins up next there's a Rod Divas versus Smackdown Divas six Diva tag match it's Melina, Kelly Kelly and Gail Kim versus Michelle McCool, Beth Phoenix and Natalya, and and here uh, the the uh, Beth Phoenix team wins here, so that evens the score for SmackDown. Uh, best thing here, Kelly Kelly was great in that. Uh, the match itself's really fucking boring. It, it just is. Melina's like the one of the champions here. She she, I, she Melina's just so annoying. She's just this horrible screaming thing. It's not funny, it's not entertaining, it's just unbearably annoying to the point where you have to mute the TV, but she took the pin which is good because I never fucking liked Melina anyway and apparently she's coming back, so that's another way to make modern day wrestling shitter having her come back to WWE, so there you have it, so that's that then. And up next we've got a Fatal 4-Way match for the World Heavyweight Championship Smackdown titles. Undertaker defending against CM Punk, Batista and Rey Mysterio. This is a fantastic match. Absolutely brilliant. Really good fast paced stuff here. Thoroughly entertaining. Uh, Undertaker wins by pinning Batista. And then, But what happens after it is also another reason why this is quite a good show. And another reason why this show is quite memorable. You've got Rey Mysterio in the ring getting interviewed. You kind of knew something was up because they didn't really do in ring interviews at this point in time. So he's getting interviewed, and then he's like apologizing to Batista because they're they're meant to be pals and everything at this point in time. And Batista essentially blames Rey Mysterio for the loss, tells him he's about to rip his head off, and Batista turns heel. And this was a phenomenal heel turn because Batista would then go on uh, be the the one who he'd he'd feud with John Cena going into WrestleMania, talking about uh, going up with kissing babies and all this, and hugging fat girls and all that Heel Batista was fucking amazing at this point in time so there you have it, good stuff here so something really great came from this, and the match itself is terrific here so good stuff no complaints so the next match here is a 7 on 7 tag team match it's RAW versus Smackdown you've got on one side a team captained by DX and on the other side you've got a team captained by Jericho and Kane at this point in time uh, Jericho and Big Show are the tag champions there, you could walk between the two shows if you were the tag champions if I remember correctly was, at this point Jericho was a Smackdown guy Big Show was a raw guy so Big Show was on this team and he stabbed his team in the back, the big dead bastard that he is, when he like chokeslam Kofi Kingston and then Jericho gets the pin and so Team Smackdown wins and actually wins the competition because overall Smackdown won, the, there was three Interbrand matches, so Smackdown won 2-1, to one. so uh, fun match, thoroughly fun, entertaining, very enjoyable, and yeah, uh, Jericho was actually a good team at this point in time, yeah. so yeah, there you go, and Big Show, he just likes turning on people all the time, so it fits in with his character, and his constant turning allegiances, so yeah, fair enough, this worked out quite well, there was actually quite a funny backstage statement as well before this, with DX talking to the Raw team, and things like that, so yeah, you know, this was good, I enjoyed this and the main event of the show is John Cena versus Randy Orton in an anything goes Iron Man match uh, very entertaining really good match This actually really one of the best John Cena Randy Orton matches I would definitely say definitely up there Uh never drags as well that's the thing and they, they push the boundaries a little bit it's still PG at this time but and, and there's a bit when the Cena starts bleeding and then they start to you get the doctor in with the gloves and everything like that but you know they they push the boundaries they were a bit like Orton's playing a bit with a uh, the production things as well, blowing things up and things like that. It's a really entertaining match. Really well done. It's thoroughly entertaining. The stipulation kind of tied in with the bragging rights thing was, was if Cena lost, he'd go to Smackdown. But at the end of the day, nobody, I don't think anyone was buying this that Cena would be going to Smackdown. Because you know, Smackdown was definitely the redheaded stepchild at this time. So you know, I don't think anyone bought that Cena was going there. So uh, yeah, it was kind of obvious Cena was gonna win they were swapping the belts between the two of them back and forth quite a bit at this point so yeah there you have it so cena wins good match thoroughly enjoyable well this is is actually a very entertaining show i remember seeing it back in the day and i think i picked up the dvd when it was cheap somewhere a few years back ended up putting it on the other uh about a week or so ago and i quite enjoyed it so yeah it was, it was good. quite a good show i will go back and watch back um, so this is the thing as well. The PG era in itself is fine. It's the PG era is not a big problem. It's not the PG rating that's the problem, it's the bad writing, the indie schmuck wrestlers that only care about getting their shit in rather than having a character that's the problem nowadays. So you can still do good stuff within the PG limits, and this show honestly proves that. So there you have it then. So the next throwback review uh, pay-per-view i'll be reviewing will be wrestlemania 28 because it because f- it ties in more with the hell in a cell theme which is the classic hell in a cell end of an era undertaker versus triple h um, looking very much forward to talking about that and that show in general so and um, yeah th- thank you very much there for listening today and uh, goodbye